Well, Kevin, I guess any idea that scoring 20 runs on Tuesday would carry over to Wednesday. Mm. That was pretty much put to bed early tonight, was it not? 6-3, 6-3, 5-3. Shane McClanahan, awfully good. Um, no walks, something that he has uh, struggled with this year, How believe it or not. Way. Like... I mean, come on. 7-3, the uh, Blue Jays (laughs) losing to the Tampa Bay Rays tonight. The Jays will go for the series split tomorrow. The numbers to call are 416-870-0590, star 591, triple A, triple six, zero five ninety. You say Kikuchi done in by the long ball once again tonight. Uh, The Jays with a chance in the eighth inning an inning that ended with Matt Chapman hitting into a double play after Kevin Biggio had hit his first career pinch hit home run and uh, Bo Bichette, uh, sorry, George Springer had driven in uh, another run. But as we said, with uh, runners on first and second, a double play off the bat of Matt Chapman. And that was pretty much all, all she wrote. Uh, Got to talk about Jimmy Garcia, Kevin. I mean, he came in, came into this game kind of toting a can of gasoline into the into the situation. You've made this point off, and I want you to kind of expand on it a bit. He threw five pitches tonight. Yeah. He's not good enough to have five pitches, is he? Uh, well, I, I think that might be a little strong. I, I, I do think it, it is very tough for him to find release points on all five pitches. Like, right Early in the season, it was the, the four-seam command was getting hammered a little bit. The sinker wasn't real good. You know, he relied on some change-ups, a curveball, a slider. Like tonight, his three secondary pitches weren't real good. For me, to, to consistently have the velocity that he wants on all of his pitches, how about simplify that, maybe throw a four-seamer in and up, Maybe throw a curveball to a lefty, throw a slider to a righty. Simplify it that way. At least you can have velocity on th- all three of those. Maybe you command it a little bit better. We just see too many ups and downs, right? It's too many bad pitches in the middle of the zone. You throw that to a good team like the Rays, it just doesn't go very well. Yeah, I, I, I just don't know what the confidence is. We've had this conversation with, you know, sort of what the pecking order is for the Blue Jays. Is he even in it now? Like, I, I that, that's the thing, right? It, uh, Basically, they had two dudes. They, yeah, they him and Eric so, Swanson. Yeah, not not. And, Jim, uh, sorry, uh, sorry. Jordan Jimmy Romano. Swanson and Romano were the. That was the, the you know sort of the if you want to call it the circle of trust. Yeah. Those were the three yeah. guys. Sure. I mean, I don't know. You know, Eric Swanson. Hey, I, I really like Eric Swanson, but I think the more you see Eric Swanson, the more likely he is to give give stuff up. Although he he has been, you know he he's given up he's given up some home runs on good pitches lately. Yeah, it just gets back to but, my thing. They need an eighth inning guy. They they have an eighth inning guy. They could have a couple of uh, hybrid guys. They got a closer that they seem to have confidence in. If you you know are lucky enough to put him and in, get him into the right situation, you can close out games with him. They need an eighth inning guy. They need an eighth inning guy to take. Pressure off of Swanson and Garcia to sort of be the hybrid guy. That way you can match up with those two, right? You can put them against guys that match up to the stuff that those two dudes got. If you just throw both of those guys into the meat of the order, not sure it's going to go well for Mm -hmm. you, right? That's why for me, they need an eighth inning guy. You got an eighth inning guy, it sort of solidifies what your 
trying to do at the bullpen, but you know, tonight it's it's sort of Shane McClanahan. Yeah, you jokingly asked me this after the game about the twenty runs and and is there carryover? And I said Shane McClanahan proving once again that what they say is true. Momentum in mm-hmm. baseball is the next day's starting pitcher. Absolutely, it does not matter what you did the night before. It doesn't matter if you had two free innings of batting practice against the bullpen, which is essentially what the Jays did. There is no carryover. I mean, there there is no anybody who has been around baseball long enough knows there really is no such thing as momentum carrying over nope. from a game. If you're, if you're facing Shane McClanahan, it, it doesn't matter if you scored a hundred runs the night before. No, j- j- just to give you a little insight on what, what these hitters are trying to do. Danny Jansen, a curveball in at 84 miles an hour. This is the three pitch at bat, a curveball in at 84 miles an hour and two changeups with sink away arm side at 87 miles an hour. Nathan Lucas, which is, you know, he had a hit. He had a nice little triple fastball up and away. He could drive into left field. But when facing Shane McClanahan, he saw a curve away and down at 83 miles an hour. He saw a slider away at 91 miles an hour. It's 0-2. If you're Nathan Lucas, what are you looking for? I know I would be looking for for a fastball up, but you know what it was? At 98 miles an hour, facing a left-handed pitcher, and then he throws a slow curveball at 84 miles an hour that bounced. I mean, he when he's got those kind of things, and tonight he added a little two-seamer, which I don't know about you, but I've watched his starts, especially against the Jays. I don't remember him throwing a two-seamer. He's got a two-seamer at 94, a four-seamer at 98, that curveball that he can throw to both hitters. I wonder. The slider at 91 miles an hour and the devastating changeup with some sink to it. He's elite. Like, he is, I wonder, a, Kevin, I wonder, he is a pitcher with power, and I want to underline the word pitcher. I wonder if the two-seamer isn't necessarily a response to some of the control issues you've been having. Maybe rely a little bit more on movement than power. You know, you try and get ahead to it with a against a good right-handed hitter. If Bo Bichette, he was flipping a bunch of those, I think, mm-hmm. too, until he, one of those at-bats, he just reared back and let it eat at 97, 98 miles an hour. He's got a little bit for everybody. Right, he he can pitch the weaknesses. He can pitch to both sides of the plate. He can elevate. He can change speeds. His his secondary pitches have all movement. He's got a lot of confidence. He can self correct on the mound. The, better, uh, better score early. The Rays were six for t- nine tonight with runners in scoring position against Jose Kikuchi. I mentioned two home runs in the second inning. Yeah. Um, I, you know, again, this is I'm going to borrow your phrase. Uh, this is the way a fifth starter generally is supposed to look. Yeah, especially against a good lineup. We against just mentioned Shane McClanahan about all those pitches, the way he locates them, how good his misses are. You say Kikuchi, whenever he's bad, it's the opposite of that. I'll give you a little example of that. These are some of the hits. 0-0 fastball middle for a single. 1-2 fastball middle for an RBI single. A 1-1 slider for a home run, which was a good pitch, but it's still a slider. He's overthrowing his slider for some reason. I mean, it was more... 91-92s than that 89-90-91 thing. When it's 91-92, it's not sliding. I mean, I don't know what it's doing, but it's a good hit and pitch. When it's that hard, I'm not real sure why it was he was choking it off that much. I mean, most of the pitches, like the 0-1 changeup that he gave up for solo home run, it's not the pitch, it's not the mile per hour. It's the location of those pitches. And in the big leagues, especially against a good team, out on the road, the quality of your secondary stuff and your fastball have to be almost great. And it wasn't when it's not, you get hammered. Most of those times you lose the baseball game. Tony and Maple, you want to talk about the Jays bullpen? Today. Tony. Yes. Hi. Good evening, guys. Good evening. Um, so in the sixth inning, Blue Jays brought in Pearson. He pitched pretty good. It looked like he had his control. I know he gave up one hit, 
but he had his velocity up there. He seemed very composed and calm. Why would you, when you got an opportunity in this game still, bring in a guy, Garcia, who's giving up? Like, his ERA is like over six. Well, Bass came in after uh, Pearson, did he not? Um, or is it the other not... way around? Maybe it's the other way around. I apologize. No, Bass came in after Pearson. Yeah, Bass came in after Pearson. So, yeah. Okay, okay but why not leave? My point was, couldn't you take a chance with Pearson? You know, this guy's got the stuff, supposedly. You've been holding on, holding on, giving opportunity after opportunity, hopefully for future. You pull him out after one inning. Why not leave him in there again? I mean, I I guess he could. I don't think at the end of the day it cost them the game. I mean, well, it, Bass, it came in, Bass came in and, and you know, got a strikeout, fly ball, walk, and uh, – didn't give up any runs. Didn't give up any runs. Yeah. And, I mean, Jimmy Garcia is your eighth. He is, for better or worse, he is your eighth-inning guy. Nate Pearson's not pitching in the eighth inning. So the question is, even if you'd gone with two innings for Pearson, you're still going to Garcia. The only thing that would have happened is he would have skipped Bass. Right? Yeah, but so, I mean, longer... it doesn't It doesn't make any – it really doesn't make any difference. No, it does. It, built, it does a couple of intangibles. It, it shows Pearson – that you got trust in him. But he's he already up. done that. He's 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 run him out for two innings. He's pitched him against the Yankees. I, yeah. I mean, he's showing he's showing Nate Pearson trust. Yeah. I, I just, you know what, it, it's subjective, obviously. I just feel that way, that if he's the guy that was your future, you know what, I'd rather have gone with him and risked it that way than the guys that aren't pitching very well, like that we know what the outcomes are. Yeah. You know, one you know, a six ERA, and the other guy's what four or five. And, yeah, and, but keep in mind the bullpen ERAs are you know one bad outing, your ERA stinks. I don't pay a great deal of attention to bullpen ERAs. Uh, at, 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 you just you can't because uh, you know you're, it can be completely uh, it, it can be completely overturned with one ba- with, with one bad outing. Listen, I'm not saying that Jimmy Garcia Jimmy Garcia is a problem for this team. Yeah, I I, com- I completely agree with you, and it's they don't have an answer for that problem. Anthony Bass isn't going to be your eighth inning dude. He's just not. You know, Nate Pearson, and thanks for the call, Tony, and I get your point. Nate Pearson, you know, the Jays would love Nate Pearson to be good enough, Kevin, that they can have him in a responsible role next month. They would love him to be good enough that you could stick him in there for the eighth inning. I don't know if he's there yet. They will give him a chance, but I didn't have any problem with the way the the, the bullpen was managed tonight of – Again, Jimmy Garcia is your eighth inning dude. You're 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 gonna go with him. Yeah, well, he's one of them. Him, him and Swanson would be the two guys, right? You two would flip flop depending on who's pitched a little bit more than the other guy. What where you're coming up in the order, bat pass, all those kind of things. They're trying to line up uh, line it up in the right way. Yeah, yeah I, look, Nate, Nate Pearson for me is what Nate Pearson is, right? If you think you feel confident in giving the ball to Nate Pearson in the eighth inning with a one run lead against the meat of the order. Then more power to you. I'm just not there yet. Yeah, I'm, I, I'm, I'm not sure about the secondary pitches. I mean, you got to be able to throw a, a, a decent slider to see, a to a really good hitter. See, I don't, I don't, in, in a big count. I, I mean, you can't always throw a fastball. He's because why well, he doesn't locate it enough throw to do that. Fastball right? curve, a fastball curve. Yeah, why? Well, it's in between, right? Sometimes you'll see the curveball. Sometimes you see the slider. I mean, I like think he's trying to find listen. his way in which one, one one of those two things are. I think he shelved the slider. Yeah, maybe. I think you shelved the slider. Now, the one thing I will say for you shelved the slider, I mean, I, I would argue that it can be difficult to go multiple innings with two pitches. Sure. 
maybe. But uh, yeah, listen, I'm no, I'm not going to sit here and, and say that Nate Pearson's the answer to the eighth inning woes. Answer to the eighth inning woes, but he could be. He could be at some point soon because those other two results, frankly, the, the the other options don't float my boat right now. Yeah, Swanson does, but I, I, I mean Jimmy Garcia. That think what what you see is what you get with him. Give him five days off, and he's capable of giving you a good outing. Yeah. That's just not, I don't think, good enough for a team that wants to go to the World Series. Speaking of which, let's go to Guy in Maple. Hey, it's uh, Guy. How you doing, guys? Hey, Guy. Hey, Guy. Guy guy. Good to see you, Guy, guy guy. guy. Yeah, Guy talking. guy will go. I know. All right, Guy's guys. Um, so, first of all, let me just say the other night uh, before the game yesterday, Blair, you blew it out of the park. Everything you said was absolutely spot on. Um, and, you know, this team, a couple of years back, when everyone was crapping on Atkins and Shapiro, I was one of the callers that were like, give these guys a chance. You know, they, they, they didn't sign a lot of the guys that people wanted them to sign, and thank God, like the Donaldsons and the Edwins, and, and we all saw what kind of happened to them, and Batista uh, didn't resign. But um, my point is, I mean, let's look at this roster. We're talking about a half a billion dollars invested in players that are either underachieving or are injured. We got two co- two managers that this regime's brought in that have never had managerial experience that have been very questionable in most cases, especially Montoyo. We got two catchers that we kept over a kid that was going to be a perennial all-star. I know you guys don't like to talk about that, but um, these guys aren't hitting their body weight either. They got no bullpen. We got one prospect, as you mentioned, uh, um, uh, Blair, in, in, the, in the top 100, David, and you yeah. should have an, yeah, and you should have an average of at least three when you base it on you know the 32 teams or whatever it is. What are the 30, 32? But anyway, yeah, I am gonna. I just want to because I, I have to say this all the time, though. Keep in mind that prospect rankings. I love Kylie McDaniel, smart guy, but prospect rankings are largely irrelevant, right? If 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 I don't like your if I don't like your top prospect, doesn't matter. If we're if we're talking trade and you've got a prospect that six people have ranked as being the fifth best prospect in the game, and I don't like him, doesn't matter. So keep prospect rankings like I understand what you're saying, but just kind of keep that in mind that it's you know, it's yeah. it's it's not it's not cast in stone, right? Right, and, and Barger nailed it earlier too with Kikuchi. I mean, I'm sick of this guy. Like, honestly, like uh, his pitch selection, I don't understand why. Like, if you if you've seen in the past with this team and some of the players, some sort of discipline needs to take uh, take place here. Like when they benched Belt for a few days, what happened? All of a sudden, a miracle happened. He started yeah, they hitting. Didn't. You're, you, but that's not discipline. They didn't bench Brandon Belt because of a disciplinary reason. No, I don't mean disciplinary in the sense that, you know, he did something wrong that he shouldn't have done, but discipline he was going to start. Who's going to start for Kikuchi? Well, this is the, well, this is my point. This right. is this is this is the Atkins regime. And and the only thing I ever hear when he's on the uh on the on the TV uh broadcast is how great the stadium is and hey, why don't you come down, watch the game, and you can wash down two hot dogs and two beers for 100 bucks and enjoy watching an underachieving baseball team. Yeah, I don't think Ross ever talks about the stadium. That's not him. Well, they get asked the questions that they brag about. But mm, Ross doesn't do that. Anyhow, we got we got to move on. But uh, appreciate the call. Uh, yeah, I, look, I mean, I made my point about this team. It's a big payroll with a ton of holes, and unlike other big payroll teams, we talked about it today. The Dodgers, the Mets, these are all big payroll teams. 
They seem to have young guys that can come up and help them. Mm-hmm. The Jays are bringing up, and again, no disrespect, no disrespect meant to, Ern- to Ernie Clement. I got, hey, Absolutely all the time not. in the world for a dude who's put his time in. Yep. But, yeah, there's there's nobody else down there. there there's They had Otto Lopez. I, I don't know what the hell has happened to Otto Lopez. Otto Lopez. I mean, I, I, I don't know why they... the team out of spring training. I mean, why don't they just get rid of him if they're not going to use him? That's a great point. I mean, they never seem to have any time to use him. They'll live and die with Kevin Biggio, but they don't want to give Otto Lopez any chance. So that, that's an issue. They don't have anything that you can bring up right now. Nada. Squat. Bupkis. There's nothing. That's not good. Even when you have a big payroll, there are going to be times where we're going to have to bring young guys up. Uh, Before we go to the break, John Schneider talking about the bullpen after the game, talking about Jimmy Garcia. Yeah, I think just mistakes in the middle. You know, Um, it looked like they were kind of hunting pitches. Um, Whole league knows that they do damage and um, didn't get away with many mistakes today, but Stuff was there, and, um, you know, just left too many, I think, off-speed pitches, especially sliders, kind of right in the middle. And then John Schneider on Nate Pearson and, and Kevin, why he trusts Nate Pearson right now. Hmm. Yeah, I think just not getting his heater where it should be, you know, consistently. He's got a really good fastball at the top of the zone, and um, I think that's just kind of been lacking a little bit for the, you know, just being consistent with that. And, you know, when he gets it there, I think the other pitches kind of play well. And, um, you know, Wander hits a change of bat of the zone. Uh, but I think it just comes down to fastball command for him. There you go. A, uh... Yeah, it is amazing whenever you run into an, an elite pitcher like Shane McClanahan, how we start talking about the team in a different manner. I mean, last night they scored 20 runs, and now we're talking about they – it's <laughs> – I, I, I get the conversation and, and they have a lot of holes, right? I, I think there's some, I, I think there's some holes in, in the, in the blue Jays that, you know, again, that when you face an elite pitcher, your pitcher has to be almost perfect. And did we really expect that you say was going to come into this game and locate all of his pitches and throw the fastball where he wanted it to go and, you know, have the slider going and break in and, and the split change was off the charts. Good. Yeah. Not, not really me. So that's sort of what you have to have, right? You have to have a lot of luck on the road. You have to have your pitcher matching up with that dude. And that just didn't happen tonight. And now you got to battle tomorrow. Alec Manoa has to step up tomorrow. Like, I mean, you could almost say his season could start tomorrow. I mean, I hate to say it that way because we are deep. And what is he? This would be his 10th start. But if there's any time for him to come out and have a really good start, not, 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 a, not an okay start, like borderline great start, Tomorrow will be a good time to do that. All right. This was John Schneider on Nate Pearson. That was my bad. This is John Schneider on Nate Pearson. Yeah, he's, you know, I think the breaking ball, the curveball, especially to right-handed hitters, I think landing that. And then, you know, it's really tough when you got 100 in the tank to kind of go back and forth with those two pitches and uh, pitch him with a lot of confidence right now. There you go. The curveball. Yeah, yeah. Curve well, ball. okay, let's, let's see him in the eighth inning with a one-run lead on the road. Well, you can say that all you want to say it, and it's lovely to watch and, Okay, you're going to keep running so, out Jimmy Garcia. Well, I'm just telling you. Like, Let's uh, keep okay, running out Jimmy Garcia. Uh, we love hearing it, and that's great to hear that the breaking ball, man, that elevated 100. Oh, okay, let's the, see him. The if, if you got music, that much Jimmy confidence Garcia. in him, Jimmy Garcia, we've seen how that looks. The 19 pitches he got ain't great. Let's see the 100 in the eighth inning. Huh? No? Yeah. Why not? I'm talking about it. Let's see it.
7-3 of the Blue Jays losing to the Tampa Bay race tonight. They'll go for the series split tomorrow afternoon. Alec Manoa on the mound for the Blue Jays. Danny Jansen, by the way, left the game with a groin injury, mm. groin tightness, groin, groin soreness. Uh, our friend Ben Wagner telling us that Tyler Heineman, uh, who's catching a triple-A Buffalo, was immediately pulled out of the uh, Buffalo Bisons game. So put two and two together, and there may be another roster move tomorrow. 7-3, the Jays losing to the Rays. We'll come back, take a look at the out-of-town scoreboard, take a look at the standings, go back to your calls. It's Blue Jays Talk on Sportsnet 590, The Fan. All right, time now for the Major League Standings Watch. Standings. Presented by Bet365. Download the Bet365 app. Check out the latest odds for today's baseball games. 19-plus play responsibly. Ontario only. Well, they finally got the game going in the Bronx. Baltimore and the Yankees. They had a long rain delay. They are in the fourth inning right now. It is 2-1 for the New York Yankees. Those cheating Yankees. Glaber ah. Torres stole a sign and hit a home run. <laughs> That's Cutter down the middle. Mm. He eats Cutters for breakfast. Labor Torres uh, has given the Yankees the lead, and the Boston Red Sox are in Los Angeles to take on the Angels. They have not started yet, so the results of tonight's game. By the way, Shane McClanahan should mention this. He became the first pitcher to eight wins of course he did. this year in 2023. Wins don't matter. My Tampa Bay Rays are 36-15. and 15. <laughs> My Baltimore Orioles are what? Barker's Baltimore <laughs> Orioles are 31-17. and 17. I'll take it. Barker's cheating Yankees are 30 and 20. The Boston Red Sox are 28 and 23. And Barker's uh, Blue Jays, they're two games over 500. They wow. are two and eight in their last 10. Ouch. Yeah, not good. And uh, they what? What did I do the quick math? Is what they've lost 12 of 13, 12 of their last 13 games, 11 of their. They haven't done very well against the East. Let's just put it that way. That's probably, <laughs> That's good that's probably the best way a to put it. A little for a lot. They've uh, <laughs> not done very well against yeah. the AL East. Jim and Hamilton. What's up, Jim? Good day. Hey, Jim. You're back again. I live with you guys, man. I know nice. you do. We love I'm it. in your closet. Well, you could be. We if, you li- if you live in Hamilton, you could very well be there in my closet. Go. All I ask hey, is that you keep of- it down to a dull roar when you're in there, whatever you're doing. <laughs> Jeff, speaking of Hamilton, I hope you brought some Roma pizza into the studio. No, he's too no, cheap to do that. No, He'd never he, do that. He'd we never were, help me out. We were just, no. it's funny you mentioned that. We were just, because it's a, no, day game, it's a day game tomorrow, and we were having a discussion. You were having a discussion, we and I was ignoring you. And I was going to suggest that Barker bring pizza in. But, uh, <laughs> no, I have Roma. not brought any Roma Jeff, pizza in. Jeff, you bring in some Roma pizza. You find a little Easy Bake Oven somewhere in the studio. Yes. Make sure I'll bring one of those oven. in. Yeah. That being said, gentlemen, what did you expect tonight I'm from a number you. one pitcher Nada. versus a number five pitcher? Not too much. So nope. we got what we got, right? Yeah. But there was some encouragement. That new guy, the journeyman. Ernie Clement. Second, he did some really good defensive stuff. Great. Yeah. Let's move forward, though, right? Let's keep going forward. What the Jays need to – because Baltimore is going to beat up on New York. New York's going to beat up on Baltimore. The East – is going to beat up on the East the rest of the season. They have opportunities here as the Jays if they play as a team, which I don't think they're doing because I think this virus or COVID that's going through the clubhouse. COVID? I don't think it's COVID. Well, last year it could have been that. Um, 
this going through the clubhouse has probably affected more players than we know of. And I think this may be a reason for their poor performance over the past 7, 10, 14 days. Going forward, though, against Texas, got to kick butt. Against Milwaukee, against all the teams they have lined up, Houston lost against Milwaukee. Yeah, the, you know what the problem, though? The problem, though, Jim, is that it's you don't see the Rays again till the end of September. The Rays don't. The, but, We're but, not chasing but, the Rays. We're chasing well, you, Baltimore. Well, you don't see Baltimore for a while, right? Do you see when's the next time you see Baltimore? You don't see the I Yankees till the end of September. we see more than we see Tampa. Yeah, but the, the point is you, you don't. In, in June, sorry. June, June 13th. The point is you don't want to get behind you don't want to get behind these teams because you don't want to get behind you, anybody. But maybe that's you, why these games against mm. non division players are so important. And not only do we need to win these games against the Rangers, against Houston. Rangers against, are good. Have you I seen know, them lately? But apparently Toronto's supposed to be better, and that's why we need as a team to do better against teams such as Texas. Yeah. Well, thanks thanks for the call. Listen, I, I think, uh, to me, it's you got to win. If, if you're in last place the, in, the, uh, in the AL East, if you have – put it this way. If you have the worst record among all the teams in the AL East, you ain't going to the playoffs this year. I'll put it that way. You're not going to. Nope. You're not. It doesn't matter what happens to everybody else in the division or around baseball. If you have the fifth worst record in the American League East, you are not going to the playoffs. And I mean, as far as the virus going around, you know, the only virus that concerns me, I've been waiting to use this line. Thank you. The only virus that concerns me is a staph infection that's set in the bullpen. I'm sorry. It had to be said eventually. Hmm. It had to be said eventually. Um, you're just looking at me. Yeah, like, yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, we've talked about this with, with the division and I just think it sucks. And it's not just for the Jays. I think it, it sucks that the Rays and the Yankees don't play each other until after the All-Star break. Yeah, yeah I want to be the guy if, that raises my hand. If, if, and a, say, if a division uh, title is so important, yeah. the thing you want to do, see, you, here's the thing. You don't want to go in as a wild card team. You want to win your division title. And now what they've done is they've taken away games from outside the division, which to me is stupid. Mm. Like, I'm glad. It, it's nice to see some new teams. You know, it's 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 okay to have a few extra games against other teams. American but League East might be the only teams that are saying that, and then there's everybody else saying what they want to say, which is it's okay to play other teams. Yeah, yeah. So, and the worst thing that could happen in this new setup has happened in the AL East, and that is somebody's taking it and run with it. Yep. Like that is the the Rays going off on this start. I mean. It is just the worst thing for every other team in the AL East because they don't have an opportunity to catch those guys. Mm. And if you are, put it this way, if you're the Baltimore Orioles or you're, let's let's say you're the Toronto Blue Jays and your argument is, well, okay, they're outside the division. They're going to be playing weaker teams so they can make up some ground. I got news for you. The Rays are also going to be outside the division playing against those same weaker teams and if they're good enough to beat the Blue Jays, who you think are good enough to beat those weaker teams, two plus two would suggest they're probably good enough to beat those weaker teams themselves. So you got to have head-to-head games. You Sound like you're saying the Blue Jays are the worst team in the American League East. Well, they are right well, now. that's what you're trying to say. Though. Well, they are. You don't think so? Absolutely. I, I And this is from someone who thought that they had a chance of going to the World Series. Certainly winning the division. 
but they're right now the worst team in the AL East. Just, I, I don't. I mean, I don't think it's an argument. Nope. No, I don't think it's an argument at all. I'm with you. And quite frankly, it's kind of felt that way for about the last three weeks. It has. It's a bad feel around the, that team. It's just there's something's up. Yeah, there's not a lot. There's not a lot. There's not a lot going on. No, there's not a lot going on. They look to me. I've said this. They look to me like a team that swung and missed at an offseason deal and kind of left with this. Hmm. I cannot believe that you would get rid of Teoscar Hernandez and think that Dalton Varsho and Kevin Kiermaier are going to fill the bill. I just, I just, I just, I just can't. I just can't. Well, throw you know another, they, throw another you know bat they in got there. Kevin is so they could take the center fielder and put him in yeah. the right field because of what happened to end the season. Yeah. That's why they got Kevin, not offensively. No. But, no. But, you know, but that, that's my whole point. That's, that's what I'm saying. You look at this and you go, it's almost as if somebody was almost signed or somebody was almost acquired in a trade and it didn't happen. You look at this lineup and go, it is missing something. It's missing that guy. Anyhow, we'll probably get a chance to talk about it tomorrow. Hmm. Uh, that is it for us. Thank you so much for listening. Blair and Barker will be on tomorrow from 5 to 7 Eastern on Sportsnet 590, the fan of Sportsnet 360 right after the game. Thank you for listening to Blue Jays Baseball, brought to you by Crown Rust Protection. Did you know that vehicles rust faster in warmer weather? As the weather warms and we all get ready for summer, make sure your vehicle is protected from rust with Crown. Visit crown.com for your nearest location.